The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to You're Gonna Love Me, the podcast where we open the eyes, the ears, and the hearts of anyone who has judged or been judged. Well, hopefully. I'm your host, Katie Maloney. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to an all new episode of You're Gonna Love Me. It's me, Katie. And before me, I have a stunning guest. <gasps> She's very beautiful. You might know her from a TV show called Catfish unless you are a catfish, but you probably are not watching that show. And she's also a host of a podcast here at Dear Media called Relationship. And it is amazing if you need relationship advice, which I do now, especially on how to be a single gal in this crazy world. But I have Cami Crawford here. Thank hey. you for being here. Of course. Thank you for having me. Oh, I was listening to your podcast yesterday and today, and it is so fun and so so good. Thank you. You give really, really good advice. Thank you. I wish that I took my own advice. I have that problem too. Yeah. I love <laughs> dishing it out. My sisters are like, all the shit that you say in your podcast, like, why don't you say that shit to yourself? And I'm like, that's not for everyone to know. There is something about that when you are able to give great advice, you can't take it. Yeah. Yeah. But the the problem is, is I do think that I give myself great advice. Oh. But then when I run it by everybody else, they're like, that's what you, that's what you pick. To <laughs> like, do? no, no, don't do that. <laughs> that's okay. what you decided to do. Yeah. I mean, you know, we all, we're all guilty of it. Like we're all guilty of it. I've seen TikToks lately of people who are like, you know, me giving advice to my best friend about how we're bad bitches and we should like, we can conquer the world together and we don't need these men. But meanwhile, like you just bawled your eyes out about the same guy that you've been talking <laughs> to, like your sneaky link of three weeks, like everyone does it well because we're not it's not about that we're just trying to hype each other up sometimes right. it's not about like the it's not serious yeah I was, with, I was with my girl Lala and she was like <laughs> we were in Vegas and we had this like cabana and she's like we're good we're about to fill this cabana with all the men's no we no, weren't we're we were just putting yeah. that out there for yeah just optics you're manifesting the energy <laughs> just, yeah no we were just hanging out with us and in our girl Ariana it was never gonna happen yeah but it was just you know wishful thinking she was telling everyone we're on the prowl mm, no. not really i know that's literally that's really i think we all like hype ourselves up in that way yeah. i do that with my friends all the time i'll be like oh we're outside tonight like we're and then meanwhile we're like in the house at 12 yes we didn't go anywhere far it's 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 good for the mentality yeah but when i was listening okay when i was listening to one of your podcasts when you were talking about being single mm -hmm. or you know you were in a relationship for five years yeah I hardcore related to that because you were articulating things that I think I've been articulating that has been hard to articulate. Yeah. Especially I think what's so true for a lot of women and you were speaking about kind of knowing when things are over before they're over mm -hmm. and sticking around because it's safe yeah. or comfortable. And I'm not trying to open up any wounds for you? Oh no, girl! They busted. They busted <laughs> wide open and got stitches, and they're fully healed now. Okay, good, 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 good. <laughs> well, because I get asked now that I've been, you know, when your when your relationship is out there, you know, publicly, yeah, like mine has been for years and years on on a TV show, you have to address the end of it. Yeah, exactly. But I think sometimes being open about the less 
fun things or the not so pretty things can often help people. Yeah. And if I if I'm gonna be putting my life out there, if if being honest about the darker, less exciting times can help people, then great. But people have often asked me how to end. Mm. And they're coming to me saying, I feel like I want to leave, but I don't know how. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's scary. Like it's scary thinking about your life and you guys were together for way longer than my ex and I were together. But like five years of your life with someone is still five years of your life with someone. A year of your life with someone Mm -hmm. is still a year of your life with someone. Like I like to say, you know, when it comes to things like when I was planning on moving from New York to LA, I was like, I can do anything for a year. Like a year is a good amount of time, but like a year is still a long time. It flies by, but like a year, two years, three years, 12 years, that's a long time of your life that you have literally relied on this person for everything or like, you know, looked to this person for things, checked in with this person. And so to have to unlearn that requires a lot. Mm -hmm. And like, I was, you know, watching one of my friend's stories the other day and she just got out of a relationship and she was just like, she publicly announced the fact that they broke up and then she started talking to the guy again and like they hung out and she publicized that they had hung out. So she was getting like a lot of backlash from her followers. Like, why are you even talking to him? It's like, first of all, fuck off. Like, you don't know what it's like to like, unless you have done it, it is difficult to completely break things off with someone unless Mm -hmm. it was like a bad break. It's hard. Like people want closure, like, you know, and you don't owe anyone closure if if you feel like you have moved on, but like it is difficult to do. And like, there's no right way to break up or end things. No, it's hard. I just think that when you do know, Mm -hmm. it's kind of hard to come back from that. Mm -hmm. I think you sit with those feelings. You try to unpack them. You try to weigh pros and cons. Yeah. But it's sort of once once that starts to creep into the psyche, it's it's really hard to to ignore it. Yeah. Because I think women and our intuition is very strong. Yes. Yeah. And there's there are signs. There are there are things that are telling you like this isn't right. Mm-hmm. You know. You know this isn't right. Yeah. But when you have it's sort of that sunken cost fallacy. You know. You're like I've been with this person though. Mm. I've, I've dedicated time. I mm-hmm. put I put the work in. You know. I've you know maybe. Maybe things will change. Yeah. Maybe I'm just going through something. Yeah. Maybe I'm on my period. Yeah. I can fix it. I can fix it. Like that. I'm very much like that. Like I'm definitely a fixer. And like when I see things going off the rails, I'm like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Like, hold on. Like, let's get it back together. Let's get it back on track. But sometimes it's just too late. Like sometimes it's just too late. Do you feel like it was like a respect thing for yourself? To break things off? Mm -hmm. I think... Yes. And I also think like I I just started seeing myself turn into something that I knew that I wasn't like I started to see myself kind of fade into the background and like fade away. Mm. And putting this other person as priority was taking away myself being a priority in my own life. Yeah. And I was like, well, wait a minute. Like, I'm still young. Like, I'm still young. I'm still cute. Like, why am I (laughs) fucking letting this person make me feel or not even just him making me feel, but I'm making myself not be important 
because I'm putting all the importance on this person and fixing this relationship. Well, yeah, because I think, you know, relationships are something that needs to be nurtured. They're they're not effortless, they're effortful. So you like they do require your time and attention and patience and and everything. You know, I if it's like a plant, you know, and yeah. both both people need to put the effort in. It doesn't matter how much you pour water into it if someone's not going to shine their light into it, it's going to die. Yeah. Yeah. And and so I I felt that as well. It's like, well, why am I over here nurturing this thing if someone's not going to do their part in mm-hmm. it? Yeah. That's that's exactly how I, I felt. I was like over here with my leaves. Yeah. <laughs> wilting. wilting. They're wilting. And I'm yeah. like, what is going on here? You yeah. Know? And, and so, yeah, the, then these things come into focus. Obviously, you know, there's the, the red flags, if you will. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you want to ignore the red flags and you know, look at all the the green flags along the way and hang on to those moments and hang on to this special times and try to push everything else out. It's just buying time, I think. And so I don't know what to say to a lot of these women because I don't want to, I don't want to be responsible Mm. for for something in situations I don't know. And a lot of times they're like, we have three kids. And so it's Mm, like, yeah, yeah. That's that's something I I don't know much about and I can't relate to because we don't have kids. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's for us. It's a little bit easier. Yeah. But I mean, do you, do you have you had people reach out to you and ask like similar situations? And what do you all say the to time, them? All the time. When when there's children involved or like you know, you guys have a house together. Like we didn't even have that. So it's easier for it to be like a clean break. Like we don't have any investments together. We don't have any accounts together. Like we were getting to that point though. So thankfully we hadn't because that would have been required a lot more effort and more work, but we were able to just completely cut things off and like move on. But for other people, like it really just, it kind of depends on the situation. It's like case by case. We've had some people who have written into the podcast and, you know, said like, I'm completely over my husband. I don't want to be with him anymore. I know I don't love him anymore. I'm starting to like consider other people and like my heart is being drawn elsewhere, but my husband is still very much in love and wants to make it work. In situations Uh, like that- It's hard. It is hard, but at the same time, you deserve to be happy. And just as much as you deserve to be happy, so does that other person. Mm -hmm. The other person deserves to be loved by someone who truly does love them. And like, if you have tried all the things, if you've tried therapy, if you've, you know, I'm all for, you know, trying to make things work, but not at the expense of your happiness. And when you know that it's beyond the point of repair. And I think sometimes once you get to that point, I don't know that often therapy can Mm -hmm. make you feel things that you can't Mm -hmm. you can't force things like that therapy can't make you love someone Mm -hmm. you can't manufacture those feelings those feelings are they have to be genuine they have to be genuine they have to come from a different place and i i also am not i've discovered through time therapy (laughs) i've discovered that it's actually doing a disservice to the other person to try to change them. You can't change anybody. Mm-mm. You can only change yourself and you can only change like the the direction that you want to move forward, but you can't make somebody into who you want them to be. Like that's a whole completely different person with a completely different life. Like you can't even make your kids into who you want them to be. No. They have their own functioning brain <laughs> and like they have to make the decisions for themselves and everybody has to decide for themselves. So like all you can do is express what it is that you want and what you need. And the other person can be like, I can't give that to you. Yeah. And from there, 
I think as women, especially, we have to take that at face value and be like, he says he's not willing to commit. He's not emotionally available. He's not any of these things. So stop. We need to stop. And I'm not just like yelling at your listeners. <laughs> like, You're going to love me. No, sometimes they can't love you. Yeah. <laughs> like Sometimes they truly can't love you the way that you want to be loved. And that's not for you to try to change or or manipulate or whatever. Like they could be perfectly enough and give the right amount of love to somebody else who only needs that amount of love and care. Mm-hmm. And as much as that sucks to hear, like I've had relationships in the past where I'm like, you are perfect for someone else, but it's just not right for me. Yeah. And we have to be okay with that. We can't be like, but I could make you perfect for me. Oh, you can't. Kiss of death. You can't. No. You're just setting yourself up for disappointment. There's no, there's no way. There's no way. And they might do what you need them to do in that moment for as long as it takes, which is like, I've experienced that too, where it's like, okay, two weeks of amazing behavior. Can he make it to three? Can he uh, make it to a month? They can't because you no. can't keep up something that's fake. Mm-mm. You can't. It's like if if you're with a guy who loves a woman who can cook, you don't love cooking. <laughs> so you try cooking twice a week. He's like, can you cook more? You're going to fucking hate it. You're going to hate it. And you're going to hate yourself because you're doing something that you don't actually <laughs> like doing. No, you're being a fraud. Yeah, it's fraudulent. Yes. It's fraudulent. I can't do it. I can't do it. You're catfishing. Like, <laughs> no, stop. Uh, catfishing <laughs> for real, though. Yes, in your real life. Like, it's so exhausting. And you want to be with somebody who fully supports and, like, values you and feels like you are perfect for them. Yes. Nobody's perfect at all. Although I like to think sometimes that I am. <laughs> Nobody's perfect, but like someone can be perfect for you and someone can also be perfect for someone else if they're not perfect for you. So, All right, it's time for a little break ski. So if you're like me, you get really caught up in putting all of your energy into the people around you and the responsibilities around you that you completely forget to put anything into yourself. And it's really hard to you know, show up for the people around you. You can't really show up for the people that you care about if you're not showing up for yourself. And I've talked about how May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And it is just a great time if you have not prioritized your mental health to really give yourself permission to do so. And a licensed talk space therapist can help you identify what that permission would look like. Whether it might be, I don't know, if you need to find strength to walk away or let go of something, or you're looking for confidence and courage in your life or whatever it may be, they can really help pinpoint and identify that in your life. And I know that therapy for me is really helped gain confidence in my life and, and find out where my strengths are and you know, and and that's really just kind of sent a ripple effect through my life. And it's not always about doom and gloom and sadness. It's it's really about helping build you up and realize that you are an amazing person. And you you look around your life and you find that you can thrive and your relationships can thrive. And it's really empowering. And I know that taking those first steps can be really really scary. But no matter where you are in your health mental health journey, talk space therapists can help you because of the flexibility and the convenience, it is fantastic place to start. There are also several payment options. So if money is an issue, please don't let that hold you 
back. And once you match with one of their licensed therapists, you can message them anytime through the app or schedule a live session if you need to talk something through. They are always there for you. So consider this your permission slip to put your mental health first. Match with your dedicated therapist today at Talkspace.com and use promo code LOVEME during sign up to get $100 off your first month. That's $100 off at Talkspace.com, promo code LOVEME. Okay, let's get back to the show. Hello and welcome. This is Dr. Shaheen Gadir, and I'm an expert in the world of fertility, the area that I love and have passion for. I have helped thousands of people around the globe start their beautiful families. And in this podcast, The Fertile Life, I interview guests about their path to parenthood and dive into discussions around how the road to becoming a parent shapes us. Through insightful conversations, I hope to create a guide for listeners in all stages of life and break many stigmas often associated with fertility. Follow along as I take you through the journey towards the fertile life. It's hard to... Because especially when you're in a really long-term relationship, when you meet someone at a certain point in your life and they are perfect for you, mm-hmm. and, but people change, yeah. you change. Yeah. And sometimes you don't change together and you don't grow together. Yeah. And you don't realize that until one day you do, you know, it's hard. Cause I feel like, I think if you met your ex, what, 20? I was 23. 23. Yeah. I yeah. met mine. At 24, mm-hmm. and I'm 36 now. Completely I am, different person. I'm not now. the same person, and I can't apologize like for that. Yeah, I yeah. can't help that either. Mm-hmm. I need, and I, but I need to embrace and accept and love who I am today, and and not feel bad about that, and be who I am and want to be. Yeah, and you're just as lovable now as you were then. Mm-hmm. You just require a different kind of love now than you did at that time because yeah. I we all we all do like I would hope that you don't require the same amount of love and things that you you did 10 years ago like you should require even more yeah. like you know you, <laughs> the things that I wanted when I was 23 I'm almost 30 like we're yeah. completely different people now <laughs> but I think it's so rare that that pans out for people to meet their person for life mm-hmm. at that age and then it just you know forever you know you yeah. can you can work at things for sure. And you can do the counseling and therapy, but, but if the fundamental things about you change or if Mm -hmm. if you simply just fall out of love or you realize that like, you know, I love this person and they're my best friend, but it's just not, Mm -hmm. I don't think this is my future. Yeah. It's not hitting the way that it used to. It is, it is a tough reality because then you kind of have to not blame yourself for changing and like evolving and yeah. you shouldn't be mad at yourself for evolving. Like that's what we're supposed, we're supposed to, to do. do. The only thing that's the only thing that's guaranteed <laughs> yeah. in life besides death, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it's terrifying once you realize this because you're like, now I have to your heart breaks and now you have to break someone else's heart. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. It just sucks, you know. But along that process, you know, you you kind of explain yourself, you're kind of mourning. Yeah. Yes. So mm-hmm. by the, it's almost by the time you get around to doing it, you've already, you know, you're in a different place emotionally mm-hmm. and in the long process. And so with that, you kind of almost become ready to move on, you know, before that person. So yeah. did you start dating before your ex and all of that or just getting out there again before oh. they did? Oh, honestly, I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> I have no clue. And I have zero so, interest so in finding you guys, out. You guys broke up and it was just like, goodbye. We don't Yeah. Talk. I mean, it wasn't a good breakup. So okay. I 
had nothing left to mm-hmm. say because it's like for two years I was telling you everything that I needed to tell you and if you were listening then you heard me and if you weren't then yeah. we did have a final conversation so we broke up in November of last year and I mean we had a we had another conversation because he needed closure I didn't feel that I needed closure because like I said I had already asked for all the things I had already said all the things and I didn't want to be manipulated into thinking differently than how I already felt and thought and but he you know he's a persistent guy i can't be mad at him like you you know you want to get your girl back i i get it oh so he was trying to fight definitely trying to fight okay but my thing is my fight was over because i had already tried to fight that's what i think people don't (laughs) understand is that like i've been fighting yeah the all the effort i've been putting in that was fighting to keep this thing going yes so like if you weren't participating then you weren't fighting right and you wouldn't know and that's the crazy thing about people (laughs) who like comment because especially when your relationship is like public like how Mm -hmm. yours is especially but mine you know on social media like people I was getting messages countless of messages from people being like your relationship inspires me so much I want a relationship just like you guys and I'm like you don't know shit about our fucking relationship okay I want to kill this man (laughs) regularly okay you don't know anything about this relationship so you have no clue what we're dealing with and he wants to kill me too. Like, come on. We're at each other's throats. You guys have no idea. You just see the pictures that we post when we post. Instagram is not real, everyone. Instagram is not real. <laughs> like, you know, sometimes the post is like your your olive branch to the person of like, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah. we got into a raging, screaming match fight. Pretty much the breakup kind of happened. I mean, it happened plenty of times before <laughs> November, but like my birthday weekend. And then he posted literally and two hours after the fight, he posted a birthday post for me. You're my best friend. I love <laughs> you. Captain. All this. And the co- I didn't even like the picture. I didn't even like the fucking picture because the comments under the picture were people being like, this is goals. All this. I'm like, what? You have no idea what this guy just said to me. You have no clue. Like this. Is, I was like, take that shit down. Anyway. <laughs> but like when you're when you're in the public sphere and people are so invested in that relationship and then it ends people were messaging like i can't believe that you guys just let five years go you think i just had five years of my life with someone and i was just like oops yeah no that's that but people think that it's a flippant thing Mm -hmm. it's well i I relate because people think that they're like you know, marriage is hard. You don't just like give up on that. I'm like, give, give up. up. Yeah. You th- yeah. You think I, you, no one wants to no. get divorced. No one, that's not, it's not fun. Yeah. That's obviously was not the goal. That is not, yeah. I didn't want this. Yes. This is not what I chose, but like this is, I want to be happy. And if this is what I need to do, then this is what I need to do. So goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. People think that they know better than the people who are actually involved, which is the craziest part. Because, yeah, when you were signing your marriage certificate, you were definitely signing it being like, we're going to get divorced. (laughs) No, no. When Mm. I was madly in love with this person, I wasn't thinking like, this is going to be so sad when we break up. No, you're never (laughs) thinking that. You're always Mm. hoping for the best and like, I'm a fighter. I want to fight for my relationship. I want the person that I'm with to fight just as hard. But if you are fighting alone, who like when has there ever been a war that only one side was fighting and there was no other side right it's never happened Thank in the history you. of war war <laughs> no. requires at least two parties to be fighting each mm, other one. and if nobody's fighting then what are you what are you doing yeah exactly 
All right, we are going to take a break. So I just think it's about time. All of us empower one another just to be open and honest and talk about vaginal health because if we don't start doing it, it's just going to continue to be stigmatized and we're going to be hush-hush and embarrassed and sugarcoat the topic. And I just think it's time we just embrace it because we are all the same. We're all going through the same stuff and we don't need to be embarrassed about it because like I said, we all are going through the same stuff and they're not things to be embarrassed about. Sure. It's uncomfortable at times. And you know, sometimes it can make us feel less confident, but the best part is, is that there are some amazing remedies to tackle these little issues that we have. And I'm so so happy that I found some amazing holistic remedies that I wish I found ages ago. But guess what? I'm about to tell you about these godsend amazing products that you are going to absolutely love. It is PhD Feminine Health and they are honestly incredible. So PhD offers trustworthy feminine care products that really actually work because when you have feminine issues, you want a solution immediately. We all know how that feels. And the best part is, is that it is women owned business. And that is really important because, you know, hello, no one understands women issues better than women. And boric acid is their godsend product. And it is a natural compound found in seawater and has been recommended by doctors for decades as a safe, holistic alternative. And PhD is the number one doctor recommended brand of boric acid vaginal suppositories. And PhD offers a variety of holistic over-the-counter products, including their two new products, which is the boric acid sensitive foam wash. It is the only boric acid foam wash on the market and PhD's boric acid moisturizing suppositories, which are a holistic solution for vaginal order while moisturizing your vagina. Take care of your vagina in the best way possible. And they're both available on Amazon and at Target. I love the suppositories. They are really, truly amazing. PhD believes that vaginal care is crucial to your overall well-being. Register now at phdfeminineheath.com slash win to receive a free summer gift basket, which contains cruelty-free deluxe size beauty and lifestyle products, a retail value of over $100 plus a 500 Visa gift card. So go to phdfeminineheath.com slash win. Also get 20% off all products right now. Use code loveme at phdfeminineheath.com slash win. All right, back to the show. Okay, I don't I don't think that there's a timeline, but some people have opinions about when it's too soon to get back out there. I don't think dating. that there's any timeline to getting back out there at all. I don't think so. I had actually talked to my therapist about this because I had a talk, I think it was with my sisters and, you know, everybody thinks differently and everybody moves on differently. But I think one of my sisters was like, you really need to take time to heal. And like, you know, you have to take time to like get to know yourself again. The benefit of having that morning process is that you actually do get to know a lot about yourself. Mm -hmm. Like if you, if you are the one who initiated a breakup and it was after a long period of time, 
you do take time to really think about what it is that you want. And that's how you even came to that decision in the first place. Yes. So I had already been taking two years because the fallout was took two years out of the five years we were together. The fallout happened in two years Mm -hmm. before I actually broke it off. So in those two years, I was started therapy. I was like getting really into my fitness journey and like really tapping into myself, figuring out what I wanted, like growing up also and like really becoming a woman, becoming more of a businesswoman and like, you know, taking control of my career. I was good. Like I am good. And I was I was luckily rebuilding what I felt that I had kind of lost myself over the past year before it ended, at least like Mm -hmm. solid year. I felt stronger, but I still felt like I was wilting or like dimming my light to, you know, help somebody else shine. So that was really the last thing that needed to happen was that that relationship needed to end for me to be able to fully feel like myself. Now, after the breakup happened, of course I was devastated. Like I was, it was horrific. It was horrific. It was one of the worst Mm -hmm. things that I've ever been through in my adult life, truly. Yeah. As dramatic as that may sound to some (laughs) people, like I thought I was going to marry this person. I thought I was going to have kids with this person. And now this person is no longer somebody that I even speak to. So that was very hard to deal with. And for two weeks, I was in the bed. Well, I still had to appear on my show and do my podcast. I still had to show face, but like I was fucked up. I was fucked up. I couldn't even breathe. I didn't eat for a month. Like I was not okay. I was not okay. And after that ended, and I really thought about how proud I was of myself for making that decision because so many people, even in your situation, could have just stayed because 12 years is a long time. Could go 12 more. Like, why not? Like, you know, you think like, maybe I could have just pushed through. There's a lot of people who would never make that decision for themselves. And I was so proud that I had done it. And I was actually like, wait, actually, I feel lighter. Like, I feel free. Like, yeah. I, I feel it, like a freedom. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy about that. So, like, let me let me open up the blinds. Like, maybe change my pajamas. Like, <laughs> let's maybe do a lot of laundry. Yeah, You know? And you start to see, like, the light at the end of the tunnel. And after that, there was no, there was no coming back. It took me two weeks. But before that, it took me two years. So... It was a long morning process, but like, (laughs) as far as like dating and stuff, I've been saying for a while that I'm scared of dating because I haven't had to do it in a long time. Yeah. But now I'm actually excited. Like I I would like to go on a date with somebody that I think is cool. Like the- So you haven't been on a date? No. Oh. Not yet. Really? Not yet. No. No one's- I've been outside. No one's trying to- I've been outside. No one's sliding in the DMs. No one is- No, they're sliding. Oh, but you're just yeah. Not. I'm entertaining. Oh. I'm entertaining right now, but I haven't been on like a date date properly. Dang, I know. I find that hard. To, like, I'm surprised. I don't know. LA guys, they just like don't approach. Yeah, well, th- it's so bizarre. <laughs> well, because okay, this is what I'm curious about. Because the last time I was single was 24, so mm-hmm. million years, <laughs> and back then there was no dating app. Yes, so everyone just met the old fashioned way. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. at a bar or at the gym or groceries, wherever, you yeah. know, in public. Yes. And now, you know, everyone is, you know, on their phones mm-hmm. and on the dating apps. And it freaks me out. It, to me, it just, it feels lazy. Mm. 
See, to me, it feels invasive. It, in that yeah. so as well. It so feels very invasive to me. I'm warming up to the idea. So you're not on a dating app? I am not yet. Okay. Ooh. But it is in the mind. I'm considering the vibes, but like it freaks me out. It does freak <laughs> me out. I think also because of the show that I'm on, everybody's a liar. But like, you know, there's like, there's better ones now. Yeah. So we'll see. But I do feel like this is the way of the world now. Like when I was in a relationship, dating apps were just becoming a thing. So I never had to be on one, Mm -hmm. which is crazy that now I host this relationship advice podcast and people are talking about apps all the time and I've never been on one. So like, I feel like I I need to, I feel like I need to, Mm -hmm. but they do scare me. But also I think it's the, it's the way that, the world is going. Does it have to be? I know. I, you know, my, okay, I feel like, no, because all the people that are on them are also the same people that are going to be at the places you go. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't be great to meet some of the places that you like to frequent. We're going to have some common interests. Yeah. And also, if someone wants to meet, they have to come up and talk to you. And then immediately you can be like, okay, this, this is what they look like. Mm-hmm. So do I like what is in front of me? Yeah. And do we have an immediate connection? And yeah, do we have the bands? And right. you know, right. so you don't have to you don't have to bullshit with someone over an app for weeks to just have it come nowhere. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I, time for that. It's definitely not. It's <laughs> definitely not going to be bullshitting with me. I'm going to need you to try to set something up within days. You got. You have a few days to keep my attention, and then I'm swiping on somebody else. I don't. You swipe. You swipe right if you like them. I have no idea. Is it right or is it left? I have no idea. I was talking to my friend the other day and she was like, I'm on Raya. I'm going to swipe left on this guy. And I was like, so you're going on a date with him? She's like, no, that means I don't want to talk to him. I was like, oh, good to know. Oh, God, yeah. (laughs) Good to know. Imagine just swiping the wrong direction. The whole time. Oh, my God. I know. I know. I'm like, okay, well, I, I I don't know anything about that world. But like, I can't discount it because I know that that's the way things work. And what I've realized about LA in particular, what I've noticed is that a lot of the guys like, you know, I'm from the East Coast and like guys hang out together all the time. But like, I feel like in LA, especially in nightlife, you're not going to see these guys alone. Like they always have girls with them. Like, I feel like all the guys here always hang out with girls, whether they're their girlfriends or not, but like most often not. Like they just have girls around. I'm not going to approach a guy that has a bunch of girls with him. I don't really want to be approached by a guy who has a bunch of girls with him. So it's like, when are you ever going to get these people one-on-one? Oh my God. <laughs> I know. It's a lot. To, it's a lot to consider. And I overthink everything. So I'm like already like spiraling about it. Also a good way is just through friends. Right. I love a referral. The, yeah. A referral is I love a, a safe, referral. safe choice. Mm-hmm. Because then they're vetted, you know, yes. you, and also you, if you, is if a friend or someone, you know, that you trust and they're like, I think this person would be good for you mm-hmm. because they know you. Mm-hmm. Are you a picky person? I wouldn't say picky. Or you have like a, your criteria is. I just, my problem, and I think it's because I'm a Scorpio. I just think everyone's a murderer. Like I really <laughs> genuinely think everyone well, could possibly kill me. So <laughs> I, <laughs> referrals are great though. Yes. But like, and I, I'm going to stalk, of course, before we you even get there. You have to. You have to. We have the internet mm-hmm. and it is the best tool. And mm-hmm. if you're not Googling yes. someone, you're... you're Forget it. Forget you're it. an idiot. Yeah. Whatever happens to you, you deserve yeah. it. <laughs> you have to Google. You have to Google. I need to find at least an article about you that is positive. That's not like a arrest record. <laughs> I need to find something 
good. When you go on a date with someone, what is like the first thing that you're going to like judge or pick out about them? I need to know their zodiac sign immediately. I'm like the kind of the same way. I'm not fucking around. Do you notice like like their hands or their eyes or their shoes? Teeth. Teeth is a good Teeth. one. I'm a hands Always. person. Hands for like the nails. Mm-hmm. Like if you nail biter or like with nail biting, I can kind of fix, but I there's something about there's something about it. I think it's PTSD, but I notice the teeth and honestly the eyes. And I think that's another Scorpio quality. Mm. Like I can look into someone's eyes and fully like extract what I need, especially when it comes to men. I just I just know immediately, yes, <laughs> immediately. So I need to be able to like, if you have honest eyes, then I can fuck with you. And if you have a nice smile, then even better. Yeah. But I need the teeth to be hitting too. Okay. So you give really good advice, but what is the best advice, dating advice that you've got? That I've received? Yeah, or that, that, you, that you've received. Sorry. It, I guess it's from everyone in my life that thinks that I will then know that I think everyone's a murderer. It's like, you have to give people a fucking chance. Like you have to, you know, and like I've done it before so I can do it again. But I tend to be the one that gives everyone else the relationship advice. My cousin gives me really amazing advice though. And like, she'll just put things into perspective, like another Scorpio quality. I think that anyone that I want belongs to me. Like you're mine now. Like if I want you, (laughs) you belong to me. So like, why would you want to talk to anybody else? Oh, that's crazy. I You only need to talk to me. Yeah. Why would you want other girls? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. So my cousin, though, who's also a Scorpio, but she's way more rational than I am. <laughs> she's just like, they're supposed to be dating. They're supposed to be talking to other people. And so are you. Right. So like, you don't you don't own anything around here. This is not Monopoly. <laughs> like, <laughs> these are not your properties. Like, these are human beings. And... You just have to let people like, you know, do you and like let other people do them. And then when they're when they are ready to wife you, it'll happen. Yeah. And if it doesn't happen in your time, you're going to find somebody else. So it like doesn't really matter. That's true. Mm -hmm. I love that. Mm -hmm. I like to at the end of my episodes do a rage text of the day. Mm. Have you ever sent a rage text anyone? Oh, like going the fuck off on. Yeah. Oh, yeah course so it doesn't have to be to a person it could be to a person but it could be to a place or an an object or the weather but do you have a rage text you'd like to send today oh i would like to send a text to my period yes it's always a great choice because bitch who the fuck do you think you are (laughs) why do you choose violence i don't understand i have cramps right now guys and I woke up, I felt like somebody was, I felt like I was in the middle of a gang initiation. I was getting beat the fuck up in my uterus <laughs> for what? And I was actually just telling this to Danny, my assistant. I was like, you're mad because I didn't give you a baby? Are you paying the fucking bills around here? Or am I? <laughs> you're mad? That's amazing. It's upsetting. It's no warning too. No warning. Uh-huh. You just come through with your shit. Come into my house. And nobody asked. I didn't invite you. I didn't. Well, like, I'm happy you're here, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) But fuck you, bitch. Bitch. (laughs) At the end. Amazing. Let everyone know where they can find you and listen to your podcast and get all the best relationships. People can ask you for advice, too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So the podcast is Relationship, also on Dear Media. And we're at Relationship on Instagram and at Relationship Pod on Twitter. And then my Instagrams are at Cami Crawford on all platforms. K-A-M-I-E Crawford, like Cindy. 
And if you're a really hot guy. Yes. Slide, slide in. in. Hot with money. <laughs> I need money. She needs also. money. And if you're not a serial killer. Yeah. Too. Yeah, please. Anyways, <laughs> thank you so much, Cammy. Of course. And thank you all for listening. Until next time, I love you. Thank you so much for listening. Please make sure to subscribe, leave a rating and review, follow along on social at Music Kills Kate, and tune in next week for an all new episode. <laughs> <laughs>